Don't fast forward. I know that some of you are want to fast forward past the commercials, but we do have something exciting and cool and new to talk to you about. Yay! If you're into melting away stress, anxiety, um, depression, that kind of stuff, our new sponsor is here to help. Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates. Let's hear it for them, everybody. Yay, Melt! They have joined No Simple Road. Join forces with us to help you maximize your life and to help you have a bigger sense of gratitude. I know that microdosing does that. There's endless articles online about what microdosing mushrooms does from everything from helping with depression and anxiety to helping people get off Adderall, improves people's mood, all kinds of stuff. Just that alone, improving your mood is worth so much. Totally. And this is no joke. These are the best damn chocolate you ever tasted in your life yeah they have some flavors here they got the um well they're organic gluten-free and minty fresh Uh (laughs) that's the mint flavor that's right and then they've got the dark chocolate coffee crunch um white chocolate matcha and they have a milk chocolate pretzel yeah and all melt mushroom chocolates contain four grams of their sacred mushroom blend grown with an intention of reverence And they aim to honor the ancient medicine by using only the finest organic fair trade and sustainably grown ingredients. They grow all the mushrooms themselves and they are the Willy Wonka chocolatiers that are actually making this chocolate. So like Mel said, 100% organic, vegan, gluten-free, dope-ass packaging designed by me. There's 10 (laughs) flavors total. So what you need to do is you need to follow and DM them on Instagram for any questions at Melt Mushroom, M-E-L-T-M-U-S-H-R-O-O-M-S. They'll send you over their menu and you take your order from there. And because you and they are part of the No Simple Road family, when you DM them and tell them that you're part of the No Simple Road family, you're going to get $20 off your first order. Yeah. It's pretty sick. So go check out Melt Mushrooms. They are called Melt because it helps melt away the bullshit. Our friends over at Shop Tour Bus are making the coolest Grateful Dead inspired merchandise on the digital lot, period. End of story. I could end the commercial there, but then you wouldn't know what the fuck I was talking about. So I'm not going to. Well, they make uh, hand screened apparel merch inspired by the band beyond description the grateful dead and they are uniquely packaged and shipped with love and you may get a grateful dead cassette bootleg in your order you're going to get a hand design box with a bunch of extras and you're getting free shipping with the promo code no simple road all one word when you check out go over to shoptourbus.com look at all the amazing designs they have get yourself a hoodie a t-shirt a hat or a sticker and let them know that no simple road sent you by putting in the promo code no simple road when you're checking out you're going to get that free shipping shop tour bus venue llama is the newest resource for finding out what the hell is going on at that venue if you've never been there before these are reviews done by pro showgoers like us people that go to the shows all the time we're the ones putting the reviews up there on venue llama this is a place where live music fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on our own experiences a place where we can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful intel with each other head over to venuelama.com today and sign up for your free llama account and start reviewing venues today you do not want to walk in with a water bottle and then they made you dump it out you could have found that out on on venue llama or you could have told somebody that they're not allowing that on venue llama and then saved all of us the hassle of dumping out a four dollar bottle of fucking water 
right? Right. right. You're right. So, so right. Go to Venue Llama today. That's V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A and become part of the Llama verse. If you're looking for dinner and you don't know what to get and you live in Portland or Denver, head over to Fire on the Mountain. They are cooking up the dopest chicken wings, pizzas, salads, burgers, and other delicious culinary confections and deliciousness oh, for your face. Always oh. leave room for dessert when you go here. They have That's some right. of the most fan. They, they deep fried Nutter Butters, deep fried Oreos. It's always rotating. If you want to check out what they have, you need to go over to Instagram at FOTMPDX or at FOTM Denver and keep up with their monthly specials, their special sauces they come out with, their special desserts. There's so much to see here. Go down the rabbit hole. Check these guys out. You're not going to be disappointed. No, man. This, think about it like this. This is the Grateful Dead family. You've all been on lot. You've had a grilled cheese on lot. It was delicious. You've had a veggie burrito on lot. It was really good. But this is the Grateful Dead family grown up, a little more sophisticated, and having been planted in one place for a long time, making you something fucking delicious to eat. So go check out Fire on the Mountain. Three locations here in Portland, two locations in Denver. And, and one coming soon to Ben. And go to their website. It is portlandwings.com. You can get your Fire on the Mountain gear there, and you can also order their sauces if you're not in one of the cities that we mentioned. Go check them out, Fire on the Mountain. No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor, Sunset Lake, is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm and a stressful day. They've got salve, they've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stone and paranoid but want to have the benefits of cannabis well now you got it and they even carry cbd products for your pets man i'm saying this is darwin approved stuff go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have this is vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20 percent off so put in the promo code nsr20 when you're checking out you're going to get 20 percent off your whole order and i know you're going to love it they even have subscription options open for you, so you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Why can't every day be like this? No simple road. Yeah, no, I've been on that road, too. <laughs> last names are a little difficult for my american tongue i think a little <laughs> you bit did pretty good i mean come on. Yeah. yeah but i feel like i'm saying it wrong every time i just do hey now no simple road family this is aaron this is mel and this is apple and we are in darwin he's over there sleeping uh we are back with another episode of no simple road no simple road and everybody it's always a good week on no simple road when we have a returning guest that's right yes back this, in the day when that was first started to happen it was 
really shocking. It's cool that anybody wants to talk to us about their stuff, but it's even cooler when somebody's like, hey. Can I, I had a great time. Yeah. Can I come back? Yeah. yeah, it lets us know that we're that, that we're likable yeah. and, well, and they, that they like us and want to come back on and discuss more of their life. And they take us up on the offer. We always say, if you have anything new coming out and you want to come back on the show to share or update, let us know. And some people do. Uh, like Ed. Ed DeRocher. Some people like Ed. From Apollo Suns, everybody. The Apollo Suns. If you're not hip to the Apollo Suns groove, I strongly encourage you to go down the rabbit hole with them i really do too it is a a tour de force of sound and vibration i like how ed said it's seven to ten piece psychedelic instrumental jam band yeah i mean full (laughs) horn section in a short short condensed you know fashion but they are so much more their sound is so unique and so big and fun. Mm-hmm. And when they come here and stay, it's a blast. Yep. And we just love, I love you, Ed. Well, and I love all, everybody on there. And on top of that, this is, this is a hard working band. Yes. The, these guys, I, I'm not even going to begin to list. Yeah, they're they're on tour. No. You need to go over to at Apollo Suns or, um, I lost the website, apollosuns.ca. And you can find out where they're going to be. Most likely they're going to be somewhere near you because they got a lot of dates coming up. They're coming to Portland October the 11th. Is that no, correct? No, uh, October, October 6th. 7th. No, Six? the 6th. I have it okay. written down with yeah. JSI Proof at the Swan Dive. Oh, shit. That's it, right. You know, it's funny. They've stayed with us here at the house twice. Yes. We still have never seen them play. Yeah, no. it's unfortunately worked every time, man. It didn't work out for some reason. <laughs> yeah, we were headed out of town one yeah. time. We had a conflict another time. Ryder got to go see them the time yeah. we went out of town. I know Ben and Tiff went. Did Simon get to go? I don't know. I know he has a, know an Apollo Suns shirt. Yeah, I think he did. Actually, I don't know. But anyway, we love the Apollo Suns. When you come, there's so much fun. And I just love how honest you are, Ed. So much, you know seeing you and seeing how real mm-hmm. the um, career of a musician and tour manager and everything else band leader um, is like, I just have a lot of respect for you and I think you're doing an excellent job. And while you're doing it, you need to know that, you know, yeah, you're, I, we've seen you on the phone doing the budget, making food. Like you're just, you know, you're, you're really doing it and I'm just, I'm proud of you and I'm proud to be a friend of yours. He's a, he's a a great leader. Like when he was here before, Mm -hmm. we kind of compare, compared him to our conductor sitting here and even, even down to as much as he loves coffee. That's what I was going to say. Anybody loves coffee. He talks about it here where he, yeah, it's it's like 830 at night. He's like, you want a cup? And he's like, and it gives Aaron a reason to brew some more. And you know, (laughs) anybody that that loves it as much as me, he's got to be all right. Yeah. I'm just saying. And the other cool thing that you'll hear us talk about in here is they do, they have an album coming out on September 22nd. You can go over, you can listen to two singles that are out now, but the whole thing will be dropping on September 22nd. What's the name of the album? Departures. Departures. I wonder where we're departing from. Are we departing from the norm? This is one more thing that Ed said that was my favorite. Punch up. And you guys have to listen to the interview for this. That's That's a good quote from this one. All right, let's get him to the interview, kids. All right. Uh, 
Follow No Simple Road at No Simple Road on the social media platforms. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com and .com. get yourself some of our merch. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, there's a new piece of merch up there. It's going to be up there for a limited time only, and you should go over and check it out. I'm not going to say what it is. You it, need to go look well, at Aaron's it. Been, I'll, I'll uh, tell you that it's cool. Yes. <laughs> and, Very. Uh, hey, everybody, stuff's expensive. <laughs> Did you know that? Dang, y'all It's knew crazy, that. right? I know. Everybody's grocery bill's going up. So is No Simple Roads grocery bill. We need your help, everybody. I need y'all. If you listen to the show on a regular basis, please consider becoming our a, patron, a member on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. There is a bunch of content on Patreon for our Patreon subscribers. There's an entire other podcast that you're not able to listen to unless you're a Patreon subscriber. There's some really good episodes I haven't listened to yet on that. And I'm actually, uh, soliciting our Patreon family, No Simple Road family, for who they would like to see come on the show. Oh, that's right. And uh, we're going to start trying to book some of those guests. So oh, you so, could, so if you're a Patreon, you can have some input as it, to yeah. who right. you'd like to see on the I show. I mean, within reason. If, and, you yeah. know. Jesus, well, I'm not going to be able to pull that off. No, but <laughs> well, and the cool thing is you get to know us, us better. I just did another one the other day <laughs> with producer Corey, and you get to know our Patreon, Patreons. He's had several of them on now, mm-hmm. which helps us get to know them and you. What well, Apple, it, it a lot of what Apple is talking about is side roads. That's yes. the other other podcast that's being produced yeah. over there. Well, no, I was just going to say that um what that Patreon is doing is it's helping the family community to grow closer. That's true. They you're starting to get to know Each if you if you've heard us talk about certain people, you know, mention their names that we've gone to concerts and met them and this that and the other. Um we're having those same people um on, you know, in episodes kind of telling their story of like who they are and, you know, how they got involved with no simple road. And it's really cool to be able to grow the family and, and to get to really know each other. Uh, it says that we have a new patron this week, but I thought he was already a patron. Michael it's Connor Booth. Con- yeah. Connor. It says that he's new. Well, so welcome back Connor. If you yeah, left yeah. and thank you for yeah, signing up. And for those of you that didn't, I would just ask that you would please consider it. If you are a listener of the show yeah. every, every week we need help. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. When you can. Because that happens. We've had people that have signed up, had to stop, re-signed up, stopped again. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. If this is a time when you can sign up, do it. The other thing is our tepid line. You can call 971-808-1524 and check out the tepid line. And I, we have, uh, I think we have. Yeah, we we do. We have, we have actually a bunch, but here. this. We'll start with these. Yeah, check this one out. Hey, NSR fam, it's Dave from California. I just wanted to uh, touch base with the the fam today. Uh, Mel, Apple, and Aaron. Uh, The show today really brought me comfort. Uh, Having a rough day emotionally uh, due to some health health issues that my mother-in-law has. I had called and left another message uh, about that. And, um, yeah, the show just gave me a lot of comfort today, as it probably will for the next several weeks, uh, listening to the new shows, the old shows. Um, it's very, uh, it's just full of love and kindness. I can't say it enough. And uh, wow. NSR is always full of love and kindness and, uh, I'm so glad that you guys are out there. 
Thank you. Aww. Same. And to John C., uh, I appreciate the kind words. Um, yeah, the, the show really brings solace to me in times of need and in times of uh, frustration and uh, emotional upheaval. So thank you, guys. Thank you, John C. Thank you, NSR family. I love you guys all. I am smiling because I know things will get better. Uh, right now, it's just a little difficult for us. Anyway, sending love to the fam. Uh, please send love and well wishes to us as well. Oh. Thank Done. you, guys. Absolutely. You so, got it. So, David, it's we've never met in person, obviously, but I can hear in your voice that you're not feeling great. Yeah, and, and look at sucks. that. That sucks. But man. you want to know what's awesome? Through your hard times, through your happy times, you're calling us. That says so much right there. The level of comfort that you feel to do that and vulnerability. The fact that you realize that there's loving kindness here um, and acknowledge it in real time. It It's really kind of affecting the energy in the house, your your calls in a very positive way. Yeah, man. And it, it fuel it fuels our love and yeah, everything, it, David. Wow. It's and just because of the way that you're very clear on how you say things. And so it really helps us to kind of understand, at least me, I, it helps me to really understand where you're coming from. And thank you for calling us through the thick and thin. And ever since you've popped in our life, we send you good energy and love all the time, brother. Yeah. It, believe me that whatever you're feeling from us, we're sending back to you tenfold, man. And my dad used to say, everything's going to work out. And if it, if it doesn't seem like it right now, that just means it hasn't worked out yet. And so everything will be all right. It's uh, I know that sometimes things are crazy and we get emotionally fucked up and it's hard and you can't really see a way through it. But if you think back on your life, you realize that those times are fleeting and that it does get better, brother. And no matter what. And that's just kind of the way it is. So I'm sorry that you're dealing with that, man. And thank you for being part of our family and we love you well, it makes us feel so good to hear that we're helping yeah that, you know all right puts a smile on my face for the day hell yeah so here we go let's let's change gears we got a, a john b call here okay no simple <laughs> no simple Bro, yeah, yeah, uh, no. Simple, bro. Yeah, John. No. Simple, 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 road, 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 road. Should record that shit. Hey, Johnny B here from the Delaware. Uh, I'm calling because I'm driving back from the final night of Bitches Run at the Garden. Oh. And I was listening to... You guys talk about C's at Edgefield and the other one, Cusper, riding your bike there. And I was like, this is amazing. And you guys were in a good mood telling your story, so I figured I'd tell you mine. Mel, you were in a super good mood, so that was making me smile. And I was like, this is epic. Um, you guys are epic, so why don't I call you with my after the show elevated thoughts and musings Fuck yeah, John. of in New York City. All right. Somehow I got miracles. The sickest ticket at Madison Square Garden from East Coast, 
East Coast Hunter for Sunday, the Saturday night. I wasn't supposed to go. Somehow it happened. Um, we ended up in the ADA section because they got the these fuck? tickets, I don't know, from this girl. Anyway, there's no handicapped people there, but it was a huge dance party. Basically, I was looking straight at Trey in the garden, directly in the back at the perfect level. I will put the video I took of Harry Hood. It was it the sickest spot ever. Um, and you guys said dance like a maniac on that last episode. I'm just saying I had like 10 feet around me at the garden. <laughs> this is like unheard of. So we had an epic dance party. George oh and Carol, both those listening to the podcast, our neighbors from Towson, um, and Yen next to me on the other side. Um, it was epic. <laughs> and the Tweez Fest, Guy Forget, G4J, uh, Tweezer oh dance party was amazing. Now, I could go on about this, but I'll post videos. It was epic. It was a top five concert experience, wow. right? This was amazing. The interesting trip report from the night was me and East Coast Hunters decided to go to the cutting room to see Aggie with no tickets. It was sold out. He was like, bro, let's just try to get in anyway. I was like, uh, okay. And that's where we're going to stop it. You have to <laughs> tune in next week for the Ooh. continuation. Did John get into Eggy? Did he get kicked <laughs> out? Did both things happen? Tune in next week what on the tepid line. Ooh. And I can just picture John, you with 10 feet oh of my space gosh. I around did. you. When he was saying that, I was imagining it. With reckless abandonment, man. Wow. Love it. Johnny, we miss you, man. I hope you guys make it out for dicks. And uh, hey, No Simple Road family, that is the tepid line, 971-808-1524. Beyond that, everybody, please somebody leave us a August review. review, please. Somebody on Apple Podcasts? Yeah, we haven't had one since May. Um, Checked again, but you you can be the one to do it. Yeah. And uh, hey, tell somebody you love about the show. Appreciate it. We love you guys, and we're going to get you to the interview. So here we go. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Ed Ed DeRocher of Apollo Sons. You've always got something to do, even when you're waiting. <laughs> exactly. Man, I like the vibe of the room over there. That looks great. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, Ed, welcome oh, this back. This old thing. No, <laughs> cool. You know it well by now. A cool yeah, shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Cool shirt, too, oh, man. I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the mighty lion. <laughs> Ed, welcome back Hi. to No Simple Road, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for having me. I love it. It's like hey, a second home. It is a second home. You know that. Well, we love you. For uh, <laughs> for the folks out in Radioland, I guess that's where they are, um, will you introduce yourself to them? Because we know who you are, but they may not. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Ed DeRoche. I'm the guitarist and uh, uh, band leader, quote unquote, 
um, of uh, Apollo Suns. And uh, if you're not familiar, Apollo Suns is a uh, seven to ten piece uh, psychedelic jazz funk band from Winnipeg, Manitoba in Canada. Yeah. Okay. So before we start, I want to know if you were going to a desert island. And you, oh. and you could <laughs> and you could take two foods with you that are your favorite. What would okay. it be? Okay. Oh, shit. That's really Okay, lately uh, today. So it changes every day, but today today I would I would have to take um I've been making this like yellow curry coconut soup with like udon noodles and like tofu Ooh. in it and like all the veggies. I would take that and oh man, probably avocados. Oh, all right. Yes. Okay. Avocados. All right. Yeah. The, the ever, yeah. ever strong avocado. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just so good. It's like, it's like a vegetable or it's like a fruity butter, you know, like it's so That's good. That's true. I never yeah. thought about it like that. That's okay. I'm in. I'm taking yeah. avocados with me now. Avoca- avocado <laughs> what, mayonnaise. What, what would yours be? Yeah, Aaron. Me? Um, a hamburger and coffee. Oh my god! Oh, coffee. Yeah, you know I've been really into matcha lately, and and like I'm starting to finally get the taste of it. But I just I love coffee. I love the ritual. I love, but I'm trying to find that like coffee alternative. Why? But because um, I know when you stay with us, you are the only other person on the planet I know that drinks as much coffee as I do. But it gets you jacked, right? <laughs> huh? It gets you kind of jacked. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I guess it's like, I, I guess the thing with the matcha, it's got like that caffeine, but it's not like when you're on your fourth cup, you're not all jittery and like shaky and all that. Okay. Whereas by the end of the day on coffee, I'm like, I'm like, I'm jacked. I'm like jacked up. Hard, I said know? that to Mel yesterday. I was like, okay, no more coffee for me. I'm fucking jacked. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, you're so ready to go. You're shaking, yes. like you're vibrating, but you're like, I'm just trying to relax now. <laughs> <laughs> so Ed, man, you guys have been busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> How's it going? Yeah. Man? How are you doing? Uh, I mean, okay. So like, <laughs> there's like two, I guess there's two answers to that. Uh, Let's you know, both. like. Yeah, the, the answer, you know, like the safe answer is I'm doing great. Everything's going awesome. And and which it is. It, it's going great. And like, you know, we've been having a lot of great shows and um, there's less and less empty shows at this point, even in like the U.S. where we're new. There's um, it's been really good. Uh, the other side of that is uh, being extremely tired and uh, having moments of like burnout in a way um, and kind of trying to navigate the um how to stay active and busy um which we all love and like we're all like you know like but uh how 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 to um, how to navigate that like how to mitigate the very tired uh you know uh, and 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 when to recharge and when to rest and right. like and then when to go out and push so yeah well we're doing good we've had some good runs and there's lots of really good opportunities and um and lots of stuff um coming up that's great uh but yeah i mean it's 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 kind of nuts um but uh yeah it's been good you know you talk about mitigating the exhaustion and burnout and it's real man it's 
not just a musician thing. It's a life thing. I think in the world that we live in right now, it's really hard to, to just be, there's so much going on and to make a living, you have to fucking be busy and (laughs) everything's expensive and everything's difficult. Mm -hmm. And what, what are you doing? Are you building breaks in for you guys or what are you doing to help like mitigate Um, the, the burnout? Well, we actually, um, last, last October, I, I think, did, did we stay at the house last October? I think we did. I think so. Yeah. For, for, yeah, for like a couple of days, you had a couple of days off. Um, and then after that run, we went down and we went uh, and played a bunch of California. And like, that was kind of like mentally for me, I like the worst time. Um, like I was like super in debt we had just finished recording the album and like we had a couple of gigs fall through that were very well paying, uh, that would have like, um, alleviated some of that financial stress. And, uh, and yeah, I was like not in a great place. So, uh, uh, on, with a week left in that tour, we had this like big band meeting and I was like super emotional. And I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Like it's, it's interesting. Um, Oh man, I was listening to an interview with MC Taylor of like his golden messenger and he kind of wrapped it up perfectly. He's like, you're so excited and you're, you're so into the music and this experience, but it's like this existential, like, what am I doing every night? I'm playing, I'm away from my family. I'm sleeping in like weird, strange places or campgrounds or hotels. And, um, and it's like, it's, it's like this weird, like duality of like, you know, you're like, you're, you're like, like, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm so grateful for what I'm doing because not everyone gets to play music for a living and go travel and meet awesome people like yourselves and the other people that we get to meet and hang out with and like share time with. Um, but then on the other hand, you're like, oh man, <laughs> it's, it's just like this, like crazy, surreal not at all traditional living, um, which is also kind of great, but it's, uh, yeah. So, um, after this meeting, uh, we, we were like, okay, we need to like tour smarter, not do five weeks in a row. Cause we did that a couple of times last year where we were doing these five to six weeks runs and then only being home for a week and then going out again on a six, mm-hmm. on a six week run. And I'm just, you know, we're all, we're all getting crazy and the van's getting weird. And like the <laughs> smells are weird. Yeah. So, so we are like, okay, let's do, we kind of set some parameters. We we're like, let's do uh, three out, uh, three weeks on two to three weeks on two weeks off, two weeks on two weeks off, three weeks on three weeks off, stuff like that. So, so that way when we're in like tour season, uh, that was me pantomiming a, a, an entire year, I guess. You were conducting just now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're, when we're in tour season, we're like, well, let's take November, like December, January, February off. Like, and you know, we'll do shows here and there, but like, we won't be out on tour for weeks at a time. Unless a really good opportunity, you know, if, if like someone called us, I was like, Hey, we want you to open up for this. We're, we're, you know, we're most likely going to take it, but having more of, um, more of an intentional break and like that way we can focus on writing 
and uh, catching up with family and kind of relaxing and, and still being active as a band, but not doing shows. You know, we're like, we're at home, we're writing, rehearsing, um, you know, coming up with ways to be better live and all that, all, all that stuff. But uh, yeah. And that was a huge relief. Cause uh, man, uh, <laughs> last year, October, I was, I was ready to call it. I was like, man, this is, this is super hard. And as much as it means to me and some other people, I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. And then after that, as soon as I was able to say that and like release it out of my body and like get that stress and tension out, I felt so much better, you know, um, because I didn't feel trapped by this machine. Mm. And, and the thing is like, it's not even that crazy for us. It's not like, you know, like, um, when, um, you know, like we're not even that insanely popular. Like we have, you know, like we have some, like, you know, like we, we have fans and we're doing well, but I can totally see how some musicians or artists or any creatives or any, like anyone in the film or any art form could get to a point where they felt trapped and where they couldn't stop. And and then it eventually kills them. Yes. Or like, you know, like I, I, I can totally see like, um, and and like, and, and we don't even have it that bad, but there was a point where I was like, I need to shut down this machine because it's going to roll me over. Oh, wow. and, and as soon as I didn't seem trapped and as soon as I felt not trapped by it, I felt so much better because it was my choice. And, oh, and then I could feel I see. I see. And it's like, yeah. And it was like, when, when you feel like you have no control over a situation, even if you don't. Even if you do, it's it's just nice to be like, oh, my God, I I have some say in this. And if the machine shuts down, it'll be OK. You yeah, know? yeah. I um, mean, look, you're not going to disappear off the planet if you stop yeah. playing music. You're you're going to be all right. But yeah. is that part of you that finds fulfillment in doing mm-hmm. that thing? gonna be okay i think that's the that's the yeah, rub and i don't think it part. would be yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it was good just to acknowledge that um i think it was good just to acknowledge that and then i've been and and the band has been in a much better place since then and um and i've just been loving it so much lately like the jams were taking way more chances on stage and getting real weird uh, the yeah. stuff we're writing now, I'm, I'm feeling really good about it. And, um, and it's been great. We've been like, yeah, it's been great. So, but there was, there, there were some dark days in there, mm-hmm. um, coming back off, coming back off the road or getting, coming off the pandemic and back on the road with like 150 dates in, in the year. I was like, Oh, <laughs> like, Oh my God. <laughs> like, um, it's, but, but it's, inter- it's interesting that, because like it's kind of like the feast before famine i was like getting like you know hit financially and with the stress of the financials and and all these things and like come december january of last year we got some a lot of support funding uh we ended up signing with a new label getting the really good opportunities to open up for some great bands and now we're working um on some big tours for next year and europe or and europe for what? next year and like the album yeah so it's kind of nuts that like had i shut it down literally the next week there was all these opportunities like wow. bam, 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 bam. i was like oh my god and i i had like such a 
you know those cries when it's just like relief cries and you're oh, like, yeah. oh my god. Oh <laughs> yeah. Dude. It's like an hour long cry. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, this is I I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about this with us because it's a really clear picture on when you sometimes when you get what you ask for, it's still oh, yeah. hard to maintain. So here oh, you yeah. are playing music, which is your dream with your buddies and gorgeous locations in the U.S., all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people are loving your sound, everything. But then there's something in you that's like, this is the freaking hardest thing I've ever done. What am I doing it yeah. for? I miss my girl. I miss my my kid. I miss my yeah. bed. But then you're like, yeah. so fine to be sleeping on a floor because oh, yeah. you're doing your thing. And, and that duality that you were talking about, that's life duality. But when yeah. we're living our dream, there's also duality within duality. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. There's like, you know, the, the happy, sad thing, you know, when somebody is mm-hmm. dies because they were in pain, but, and so you're happy for them that they're not suffering, but then you're sad because they're gone. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And so like, but we have all of these mini ones in our life and like, even living your dream costs something oh, yeah. that you don't well, know that you have to pay until you get there. You won't realize the sacrifice until you're in it. Yes. And that's also the place that good art comes from. Good art oh, yeah. doesn't come from being comfortable. Well, some of it can. I mean, I think that there's a lot of art that can come in. You get different results. I'll say it that way. You can get yeah. a great result when you're paid well and you're in a beautiful environment and you're waking up to nature. Yeah, I'll do a fucking great picture then too. <laughs> and also when I'm in a basement, uh, you know, dear life and I have to do something, then some maybe beautiful poem will come out of that. I think yeah. no matter what situation, something good can come out of it depending on your attitude and your your how you talk about it, you know? Sometimes it takes you a while to really find the gem in your suffering it's it's wild to think that what he said though like if he had shut it down he you would have missed the opportunities that you're are you with color red no we left color red who are you Um, with now we're with a a label out of toronto called do right um and and they're they've been so great very hands-on um but they they're in like the soul uh jazz funk band uh so they've been like working with some canadian bands uh they did some stuff for um lee fields in canada as well like lee fields and the expressions Mm -hmm. uh so they released some stuff for him up in canada and uh yeah it's been great um i mean I, i love color red but uh, it wasn't working out how I would have liked to. Mm-hmm. Um, but happens. I did. I did learn a lot. Um, yeah, it it happens. But um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, so so we left. But uh, yeah, like literally like three weeks later. But um, yeah, Mel, I really liked what uh, what, what you said um, because um, I I I think there is like obviously a lot of great art comes out of like suffering and like the uncomfortability mm-hmm. and, and, and that's totally true too. But um, I, I think it's important to like, art isn't just about the hard parts of life. It's also like, because life in and of itself is made up of all these things of like, you know, like um, 
you know, aggression and force and pain and love and hate and, and ecstatic joy and gratefulness. Like, uh, you know, like, I, I think that's why I love um, when I started getting into the Grateful Dead is that it wasn't just about one thing or it wasn't about this. Like, like they have they have wacky songs, they have country and prog songs, and they have like like death marches and shit. You know, like Direwolf and yeah. like you know, and and then they have like like you know like Sugar Magnolia and like really upbeat and really like bad cheesy songs from the set from the late seventies and. Right. Then you got Parapin Station and you got all these different flavors. Yes. And I think it's important to like tune into each flavor, you know. Absolutely. Um, You're right. You're right. You said it right. Yeah. But some artists are great at writing those. Like my uh, Jan calls them sad bastard songs. So like, (laughs) so like Tom York of Radiohead, she's always like, man, he writes such like sad shithead songs. And I was like, yeah, but they're so good. They're so good. (laughs) They're so good. But, uh, you know, sometimes you need a sad bastard song, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's why we'll throw on our favorite album, right? We want to extend how we're feeling. And that that sad bastard sound, like, I want to feel sad bastardy right now. I like that feeling. Yeah. I want to continue my emotional Mm. roller coaster that I'm on, you know? Yeah, totally. Or even like when you're feeling sad, you put on a sad song. To make you feel like you have company in the moment of being, and, sad. and then that sad song can be uplifting. Yeah, yeah. turn into That's like true. like meet you. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you get that comfort that, oh, I'm not alone. Now I feel better. Mm-hmm. Also, there's oh, nothing yeah. like think about we're sitting down, we're in a sports arena, some sport. I don't know, maybe basketball. Something's about to come on, and then you hear dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it hypes you up so much. You could have been. What was that? Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, Eye of the Tiger. Only Aaron's the only one in No Simple Roadland that didn't know what that was. Everybody else knew. But my point is, is that music is meant to accompany your journey, no matter what the journey is. Yeah. I think it was, uh, I think there's that great Zappa quote, like without music, life would just be taxes and, uh, and beige walls or something like that. Oh, yes. The other thing I saw one the other day that he said, uh, writing about music is like dancing about architecture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He he did not like critics. He did not like critics. (laughs) So. I'm glad to yeah. hear that you are past that part. Yeah, man. And and maybe you'll feel it again at some point, but you'll have a little bit more strength underneath your wings to know that it's fleeting yeah. and it's passing and that we all I'm feel like sure. that about something. You Dude, know what I mean? I don't or, think that any creative person that's gone out on the limb of putting their creativity and talent out into the world doesn't from time to time go through that very thing, man. It's Oh yeah. It's fucking hard, bro. It's mm-hmm. it's hard when you're not making enough money and it's hard when you're putting yourself out there and let's oh, yeah. forget about the whole like I'm sleeping on strangers floors or in campgrounds like just that part of it of putting yourself out there mm-hmm. over and over again oh, and, yeah. and being judged even if it's favorable. It's hard, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's even like it's kind of funny, like talking about like the when you get what you want mm-hmm. kind of thing. And you're like, oh, man, like it's kind of like 
this is like and 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 it's so crazy because like a couple of weeks ago we were at this like festival uh north country fair like in like northern alberta and it was like five six thousand people it was they were just primed they knew who we were already and we went on at like midnight till two in the morning oh, and it was just like it was just like banging banging like like i was like pulled a couple people up on stage and shit. And they were just like, they were just loving it. We we're loving it. And it was just, um, and then the next morning I'm like walking through the campgrounds and like, I'd stayed up all night. There's morning dew, like, like there's that foggy morning dew, that moisture mm-hmm. in the air. And it was just like, it's, it's like, wow, this is, this is it. Like, this is like the 17 year old me was like, I want to do this and that. And then oh. you get it. And then you get it, and it's like, I'm here. Where do I go now? But also trying to enjoy the the um, trying to enjoy the moment, and and like take a moment when there's just the stillness of the next morning, and you hear people wrestling around, you know, or like whatever, you know, you're walking through the campgrounds, and it's like just taking a moment, um, and 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 that's that's beautiful because it's like. You know, um, I worry so much, um, like, as I get older. I, I, I don't know if you guys have this. I, I feel like with enough LSD and mushrooms, I've tried to get over this, but the existentialism of of my mortality keeps on cropping in, and I'm so worried that I'm wasting any moment and yeah. trying to be like, okay, I, I need to be present, but I also need to, like, you know, don't get worried about the future or dying because you've done so much, but be in the present, but you're also you, – I don't want to miss any time. And I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm so it's like this whole, like this, this thing swirling you are, in you your are head. completely singing my tune right now. When I <laughs> turned 50, I don't know what switch flipped or what happened. Does that ever go away? Does I don't, it, or just it get worse? Fuck if I know, man, I, we just actually <laughs> had a conversation the other day about like, we don't get another one after this this is our shot we're in our shot right now so if we don't make the best of our shot we've not made it that's it but then there's the other side of this is that if you're making effort you're doing your fucking best you really are because the other those kind of extreme you know expectations on yourself if you're not living life to the fullest well then you're wasting it bullshit yeah, that, I don't believe yeah, that life, still happens. life is still happening and you're still being engaged in it every yeah. day. Even if you're putting the blanket over your head. Okay. You yeah. can only do that for how many freaking days your kid's going to run in and be like, dad, get out of the room. Like you, yeah. something forces you to re-engage. And so when you take those breaks of like, you're depressed or you don't know where to go from here, you've already done it, whatever those last for moments in the blip of your existence of time. So even if it was a week of you being sad and displaced and not sure, if you go to a bird's eye view, that was just a tiny little, a literal breath. But that's not how we don't live at 10,000 or 30,000. We are smart and we have experience and knowledge. And so you can look over a million other times in your life where you've done that and you've 
past it. So if you're not applying wisdom now to your life through from your experiences, then you need therapy. It's different. <laughs> That's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm being dead serious. Like, you know, that things no, are, are yeah, temporary. Absolutely. You can yeah. wallow in them, but even that wallowing is still temporary. Right. And right. so yeah. I'm really big on fuck future thought. It is going mm-hmm. to take tomorrow will take care of itself. Today is the one. And I listen, I understand if you don't plan, if you don't plan to pl- fail to plan, yeah, you plan, to, plan fail. to fail, whatever that whole. Th- I know that well, things and, don't and just happen magically. Be, it's also because you have somebody that takes care of all that. Yeah, shit but too. you don't do everything for me. <laughs> You no, know, no, I, no, no. I and I'm and you, I still you have can do both. They're, they're not mutually exclusive. Exactly, you can Ed. Still being in like, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can. The and thing I, is, is that we all are we we all need to really look at our self talk because mm-hmm. that that's the key to how we feel about everything. Oh, we're yeah. going to be scared. We're going to be cautious. We're going to be preparatory. We're going to be whatever. That's mm-hmm. all our self talk. And so, if once we get our self talk in a like to be our BFF instead of our freaking enemy, then maybe we won't have these weird ass, you know, things about the future. And we're not doing enough when we're doing dope shit already. You know what, though, Ed? You, yeah. you said that there's the moment of walking through that field, there's the morning dew, and you've made this incredible life goal the night before and you ask yourself what's next Uh, essentially i don't think there's anything wrong with that i think that you can be grateful for the moment and enjoying it and still wondering what what's coming so you're eating Mm -hmm. this delicious breakfast someone made you and you're like what's for lunch no that's (laughs) that is kind of disrespectful that's disrespectful i'm drinking my coffee talking about order me a second shot like finish what you got let it digest let it hit your lips and your tongue and feel it and feel the effect of the coffee or the meal and then later when you're hungry and thirsty again then talk about lunch I don't. I yeah. Don't agree and, and, and I think that's the work that I've been doing lately is like just like a lot of breath work and breathing and just trying to like slow my perception down to enjoy the present because I'm I, I'm like super like what is it like a minded. I'm always about development, growth, like future planning. So my work is like enjoy the enjoy the present, enjoy the cup of coffee and on stage. Now, for me, I, I go on stage thinking like, okay, don't think about the next song or the next note. Think about the note you're playing right now and where it's telling you where to go, especially in improvising. It's yeah. like trying to slow down my like m- my brain and be like, oh, oh, like what's coming up in three minutes? Well, fuck that. Three minutes might not even happen. You could literally die in the next minute of, of, of like a brain hemorrhage or something. Yeah. Please don't. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Aaron. Yeah. And I understand. I'm not extreme in the sense saying fuck future thought and never think it or yeah. don't prepare or that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. There's you have to prepare. You have to be like, oh, yeah. I don't have gas. I got to go to the gas station first no, before we the, go I'm on the, the trip. <laughs> now I'm out of gas. There, there's, that, there's a way to hula hoop and breathe at the same time. You know, totally. Yeah. Well, I th- think what you're saying too is like, don't if you're doing it so much, like like that it's stressing you out, worrying about the future. That's exactly. not good. Yeah. You need to find yeah. a balance, like with anything. Yeah. Well, but then you're kind of my point. Also, is that we're dissing the moment. 
you yeah. like worked all this. You, you they finally invite you to go on this beautiful stage on tour with this awesome band, and you're already thinking about next week. Like, yeah. how did? Why did you want to be there so you can think about something else while you were doing it? Not yeah, present. That's what yeah. I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Because I live with somebody like that, and we're doing these amazing fret festivals <laughs> and these cool things. And the next thing's All like, right, what I'm about so this? Sorry. I feel like I opened up a can of worms here. No, you're right. <laughs> no, man. Ed, this is an ongoing that, conversation. That can's, that can's been forever. open for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Those that, worms that, that are all over the floor. Dude, the worms are on our feet right now. Babies. There's generations now. We didn't need you to talk about this, but I'm glad you did. Maybe we should start a support group ed <laughs> yeah. Aaron, you want to be my first Fuck yeah. the first order of business when's the next meeting yeah yeah wait. Um, okay let's let's start the meeting when's the next one i just called i just almost called bell mom i i feel like you just schooled me on life a little bit for like three minutes You're like enjoy the damn moment what would it be it'd be like the what's, sorry, what's next support group yeah well, this you know what another sad place to ignore the moment when you're having sex well you didn't think about oh well wait i oh, can't yeah. wait to get a slurpee after this that's not fair slurpee. I, I just you know just thought about it okay but nice refreshing I, slurpee it's, for sex. it's like all the good moments you're skipping over for another good moment when the good moment yeah. is what you've got in your hand yeah. and it's dope absolutely didn't didn't and, uh, uh what's what's their names simon and garfunkel slow down you move too fast you gotta make the moment. Was Last that the album? Okay, I know the song. Yeah, I'm feeling groovy. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, and I mean, I like, and I don't want to paint the picture of like I, I'm not enjoying these moments. We know. I am, but we it's know. like, yeah. Well, I, I, I think like, and and then like, but but it's crazy like. And, and going back to like when you've gotten the thing you were working for mm. and then the thing gets bigger, as I'm sure you can understand, like no simple road and like the bigger partnerships. It's, it's like you think there is going to be less work or less worry. <laughs> but, yeah, right. Exactly. And then it's like, oh, I'm dealing with way more money, way more people's paychecks, way more this. And you're like. I have lawyers now and all these things that we have financially. Oh my God. What have I done? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Congratulations. Yeah. I think part of it is, is, is stopping, (laughs) stopping ourselves and realizing like, holy shit. I wasn't even talking about any of this a year ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what I've had to do for myself is be like, I can't even believe we're having the conversation about the things that we're talking about right now Uh, that you have to have a lawyer or a financial person to hand, help you handle the money. God bless man. Yeah. Like for real. There was a time when you were only worried about your own paycheck. Now you've got more than a handful of people's checks on your mind. And we're like just doing Canada and now it's the U S and then it's going to be Europe. And then who knows after that? And then it's like this and bigger rooms and it's, it's, it's great. But it, yeah, it's, it's interesting watching the, as, as things grow. Um, yeah. Tell, tell me a little bit about yeah. Europe, Ed. So what's, what's the plan? Let's hear about the future. 
future. <laughs> it's appropriate now. <laughs> yeah, is it appropriate now? Perfect. Um, the future. Well, uh, this year we've got a bunch more touring. We'll be in Portland uh, in October. Mm. We're going to actually think we get told to see you about play. already. Yeah. Oh my God, finally. Finally. I am. <laughs> so excited. Do you have dates um, for that, Ed? Uh, October 5th. Oh, okay. At Swan Dive with uh, J.C. Proof. Oh, oh my God, we yeah. love them. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. We just recently discovered them, and oh, awesome. they're amazing. They're so fun. You guys are going to have so much fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, at London? Yeah, Jack so London? Swan Dive. At, oh, Swan Dive. Uh, Swan Dive. Okay. Which, I, yeah, I'm not as familiar with, but it, it sounds cool. Whatever. Uh, room's a room. Mm-hmm. Um, well, potentially. Some rooms are way worse than others, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're uh, we're getting ready to release this uh, full length album, which we've been working on forever. Um, so that's very exciting. And then next year, uh, yeah, looking at June for uh, for Germany, Netherlands, and France. Um, our, our label is very um, connected with like the UK and Europe. So um, and we've we've seen our listeners like on all the streaming sites um we've been getting tons of listeners in um united kingdom and germany and france and the netherlands as well as australia so um there's something there's definitely something going on right now with um the jam centric scene and europe so traditionally there hasn't been a big uh Grateful Dead jam scene in Europe. No, like they went to England, like what, like four times maybe. And I I mean, Europe 72, of course, and like, and all that, but it's not like they were going out there every year. Mm -mm. And like Goose just made it out there. And that's what I, that's where I was going. Yeah. Billy go out there as well. Yeah. There's a Goose tour that's getting ready to happen. There's Billy Strings tour that's getting ready to happen. And I Cronbin went over there a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I think that because that stuff is starting to expose people to the kind of music. There's a growing need for that over there that wasn't there before. And, and I think you're going to see more of it. Yeah. I mean, like the, even for the last 10 years, like the, the underground London, like jazz scene and Afro and Afro beat and like Afro funk. And a lot of that has been huge. And like, it's interesting, like, cause you wouldn't think so, but a lot of the kid, like the kids, the Gen Zers that we talked to are super into jazz and funk and hip hop and jam and blues. And it's like, you, you know, like the fluidity, the progressive fluidity of like of different dynamics of life that we've been seeing of like with gender and sexuality and this and yes. like political fluidity. I feel like whenever I talk to a, most like Gen Zers and, and not to like blanket statement, but I feel like they're just like ahead of like fuck labeling, fuck genre, like fuck gay straight, all this I like shit. What I like. Whoever you want to be and whatever you are and wh- however you live is cool, you know? And, and I feel like I'm so shocked to see an 18 year old, like, like, like raver kid come out to us. Like your shit was so good. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like confused with like someone else. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, okay, awesome. No, thank you. Yeah. Holy. You know, yeah. I, that's the dissolution of labeling, I think, is one of the healthiest things that's happened in a long time. 
I really yeah. do. Yeah, and there's so much pushback because it. I feel like for the people that have exploited, made their money, and made their control over these boxes mm-hmm. and these labels, are now seeing the the dismantling of. And now they're pushing it hard and out comes the book bannings, out comes the banning of this and everything that isn't this little box is bad or uh, they're coming for your kids, blah, 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 you know, and all that shit. But, you know, I'm happy to see the the dismantling of like all these labels and the um, the the move forward, you know, anything Um, that that, um, makes us as a people harder to control i'm down oh yeah yeah you know? absolutely anything yeah, that disrupt, makes up disrupt, yeah, disrupt the system it, man like well what's better yeah. than the, these festivals now like going to when you know you're going to a festival and you you're going to get to see so many different things not just one mm-hmm. thing like it's all going to be rock which is cool yeah. but you're going to see you're going to see this you're going to see that you're going to see spoken word you're going to see people performing yeah. stuff you're going to like you're going to see everything it's like and, going to a restaurant and you're going like, to get to meet people that you normally wouldn't meet in your like comfort yeah. zone yeah especially I mean, and i'm speaking of, like being older it's like you get really used to your comfort zone and it's so much fun to interact with these younger people and everything because they're fucking cool man yeah it's like going yeah. to a restaurant you know, and all they have is spaghetti yeah. old, i'm like i think we're gonna be okay yeah. You know, like, yeah i've yeah. had the, like, i've had that moment too man i'm so impressed with how empathetic and compassionate and like respectful and even even though they're partnering partnering partying partying and like fucking <laughs> and like just getting as debaucherous as i ever was they're doing it in a in a respectful dope way like i'm just like man you're not being little shitheads you are being shitheads to the people that need that pushback you know like but but you're doing yeah, the, it in such clever ways that i'm like damn you know like damn yeah the, world, the world's so a trip shit. man hi this is henry k host of the number one music history podcast Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born, to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song. It's cool because if you didn't do what you do for a living, Ed, you wouldn't be able to see that perspective. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, th- the world opens up to you in such a way because of your travel that you really get to embrace mm-hmm. culture. Truly you're, you're in the bar, you're in the environment. And then afterwards yeah. you're going to people's houses, you're going to the restaurants, you're going to the mini marts, yeah. right? Like you're in these kinds of, experiences that doesn't keep you like at arm's length length with the culture and with the people yes. in it you're like you know running in it you and, know it, and you're like and your feet are on the street and i'd imagine that's like it's interesting because i've been and, and this kind of it goes off a little bit but it's kind of related uh talking about car centric neighborhoods as opposed to walking and biking uh, neighborhoods because when you're walking and biking you're in the neighborhood you're yes. not just passing mm. through it you're in the neighborhood you're interacting 
And that is so important to challenge your own your own biases and thoughts. And and you get to connect and you get to hear the stories, you know, like the amount of people we talk to have who have the craziest stories or the craziest lives that are so different. And we're like, you know, oh, I'm I thought I might have disagreed with you, or we don't see eye to eye on sign, but now that I've seen your heard your story or heard these stories from you, it's like, okay, you know, okay, yeah. like get Yep, you're a human being just like me. So let's find a way to work this out. Yeah. I like that thought of of what you just said about like walking and biking through a neighborhood versus driving. Because if you're walking somewhere, you're going to see something on the ground. You're more likely to pick up trash or just know that it's there. If you're driving, you don't know. You're not really connected. You're connected to what's inside of your car, right? Like and getting home or getting to your next location. But if you're on the bus, if you're walking to the store, you're seeing all these little things, you know, and and it does make you part of it. Yeah. Ed, this may be a difficult question to answer, but, um, by all means (laughs) coming from Canada, and then crossing the border into the United States, you know, you do have a, a s- different kind of perspective on, on culture in both places. What do you think that the main differences between you, the U.S. and Canadians, like when you come over here, what's the thing that you expect? Um, oh, man, that is a difficult question. Uh, <laughs> and if we're assholes, you can say so. It's fine. No, <laughs> okay. Okay, so, assholes. Some so, of us are. So, so here's the thing I've kind of like noticed about like um, the difference. And I mean, like the thing is, is that what the Canadians perceive as American uh-huh. or Americans is like so different for when you're actually chatting with Americans because you're like, oh, you're not an idiot or you're not a redneck gun-toting crazy, like, bigot, you know, you're like, even when you meet those people, they're generally very nice and kind. It's just like the amount of, I feel like the amount of um, propaganda uh, or fear Mm -hmm. politics and fear mongering. Stereotypes, yeah. Yeah, and and like the decisiveness of like, what you know, you you watch American news compared to Canadian news, everything's a disaster. Everything's going wrong. Everything is this. And it's, it's these people's fault or it's these people's fault or this and that. So of course, and and then you have like, you know, you're like defunding education, you're banning books and then you're pointing fingers at drag Queens who are coming after children. Meanwhile, the church and Republican politicians are the one being caught with their pants down with children and shit like that. So, you know, we have, I feel like it's this culture war. We're being pushed by culture wars to divide. Yeah. So whenever I talk to Americans, honestly, I don't see much of a difference. It's, it's only that like, you know, there's just, there's more division and, Mm. and America, America to me is um, built on violence it, it's a vibe, you know, yeah, like, and yeah. it's a capitalist, it's a capitalist country. And, and Canada is too. Canada, every, the funniest thing, I we were touring in uh, Colorado and this guy was like, where are you guys from? And I was like, oh, we're from Canada. And he called, he said he didn't like me because I was a communist Canadian. 
Canada is not a communist country by any means. We are very much a capitalist. But anyway, we just have more social programs than the U.S. slightly. But even then, you know, like our. But anyway, so I don't know. I I don't want to get too long winded, but I like every most Americans I've talked to are lovely and amazing and just want the best things for their family and friends and them and all this. I just think that there's because there's way more there's probably there's tons of misinformation in Canada too. I mean, we have a lot of problems as well, but uh, I, I think, I think there's just this movement where the working class and the poors and the people who are not millionaires are starting to see that things are super messed up and mm-hmm. things are not working out and and then who you know and and then the pushback is well let's pump them full of more fear let's start these culture wars if it's not if it's not the the hippies in the 60s and the drug war let's make it a war on drags and queers let's make it a war on trans people let's make it a war on muslims or this you know after 911 like it's a culture war Dude, and it's always been culture wars what as you, they consolidate. What you, know? you just said is the I mean, if I heard this correctly, the main difference that you see is the programming that's being thrown at the American, the 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 amount oh, yeah. of like um and, bra- brainwash and, and, and that's thrown at like, conditioning and 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 the idea of the the elite or the billionaires or like because the worship of capitalism and this like rugged individualism and oh this person is a billionaire so they must deserve to be a billionaire uh, no billionaire deserves to be a billionaire you cannot be an ethical billionaire you clearly exploited someone else's labor along the way saying yeah. That, yeah saying that there's like a five million dollar profit Whenever you see big companies like we made five hundred million dollars profit, no, you made five hundred dollar million dollars stolen wages. That's what you made. Oh, dude, yeah, well said, yeah. well said. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's, you know. it's a it's a really strange time to yeah. be alive because the programming that's out there is so overt. It's not even. Um, They're not even hiding it's it. Not, at this yeah, point not even no, trying to hide. Well, the thing is, is what's also being realized is that they never were hiding it somehow no. we just woke up from our slumber and was like, Oh shit, this has been going on the whole time. Yeah. And we're still behaving like we didn't know well, it. And the name of the game is us versus them. Right. Yeah. If we're us Where, versus like, them, we are not paying attention to what's going on outside our yeah. little circle. We, we, we need to unilaterally and like, sorry to get super political. No, it's but all good, we, man. I mean, music is political. We are, we are. Th- Everything can is. be political. Truly. Everything is political. The, the, the water we drink is political. So, but, and, but um, I think it's just uh, oh shit. What was I guess like, I've been getting more involved in like municipal politics in Winnipeg and like volunteering now to find out how policies work and like how zoning works and, and the history. But I, the, the one thing is like talking to neighbors, even if we don't believe um, even if they're a conservative and I'm more of a left winger or a socialist or whatever, we basically want the same thing. And they're not bigots. They're not homophobes. They're not more than often. Obviously some people are. And like, but that is like, why are you this way? Do you really think this or do you, or have you had this propaganda pushed down your throat? And generally when you get to the base level of humanity with someone, 
um, you'll find you have a lot more in common. Yeah. So what, I, what I'm trying to think about is how do you unilaterally find connection and stop fighting with your neighbors and punch up? Because, man, those billionaires, they don't even see you as human beings. They don't. They no, literally no. think that they are genetically superior to us, you know, like, you know, that's, I, so that, anyway. That's a good thought. How do we punch up in unison to yeah. who deserves it instead of at each other? Because really, Ooh. we're, quote unquote, fighting with our neighbor, but we've never talked to them. Do you know yeah. what I mean yeah, by you're, that? You're, like you're, you're, you're seeing what you saw on Facebook yes. about them. We're we're like, oh, yeah. so and so believes this, that, and the other. Not even thinking that it could be a fucking bot. It could be a fake account. It could be yeah. some bolt. Like it can be BS. But now we have this like fight in our head about somebody that we don't know don't that know. are probably total sweetheart grandparents somewhere just yep. taking care of their life and farming and doing their own thing. Meanwhile, we think that they're hate, you know, gays or want to stop the trans yep. movement. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to buy rice. I'm not even paying attention to I'm that at the grocery yeah. store. Bro. But you know what uh, yeah. I'm saying? There's all these like <laughs> accusations on everybody Absolutely. from the trans and, to the conservatives, yeah. to the non-political to the political. And it's like, really what's yeah. happening is we're just not talking to each other and we're letting the outside narrative run the show. Yeah, well, and, and what we're, it boils we're down just to thinking or like getting whipped up, like, you know, even listening to people like get whipped up about like the LGBTQ. It's like, they're they're not grooming they're not coming after your children and you are not going to convince by removing queer centric books out of uh schools you're not gonna stop these kids from being gay because guess what they were already gay they were born that way you know like they they are that they're not you know like sorry like um you know obviously members of the band are like queer and it's and it's like getting to the point where i'm just like over it I don't know. Yeah. Like my God, like anyway, like it's, it's a culture war and it's a genocide or it's getting to that point. So, um, but so you know. Ed, you're, you're seeing that and feeling that in Canada as well. Oh yeah. And, and anything that happens in, in the U S politically, it has a way of seeping up, you know, like when yes. Trump got elected, there were so many more people in my, even in my, like my like circle of circle friends being like, Oh, I didn't realize you you supported like neo-Nazi rhetoric. <laughs> oh, oh, that's weird. weird. You know, like, like they kind of come out of the woodwork a little bit, you know, um, because when you start electing leaders that uh, benefit from these very aggressive or extreme views, it kind of says to everyone else, oh, it's OK. It's OK to say these things, you know, like. But well, I think at the end of the day, what it all boils down to is we have to love each other. There's not enough of that. There are differences and, 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 and be kind. And that's, that's the bottom line, man. Like I I disagree with people all the time. People disagree with me all the time. And you know what? That's totally fine. I'm, if we all agreed with each other, this world would be fucking boring and beige. Like Frank's (laughs) episode. And like, it's, it's okay. We're allowed to have different opposing viewpoints, but Let's not let outside influence tell us what to think, yeah. feel, and act. Let's, yeah, let's especially when we're seeing what when we're experiencing something different. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, like and, you said, you you like, ha- look at where that information is coming from. Like, oh, like look at where those influences are coming up, coming from. Yeah, Do you think they have an ulterior motive or alternative and, and, motive? And like, you know? also, like, like judging people you don't even know, judging entire countries that you've never been to because of what yeah, you've heard in the news and the spin yeah. and the, what has been created for us. Yeah. That narrative, yeah, man. It's and, a, and, it's, you, and you know why I love live music. You know, like why one of the things why I love it is that everyone there is there for a singular purpose to like connect. It's the dumbest and like, shit ever. Regardless of what you believe, it's like the great equal equalizer. Yes. And, yeah. And yeah. at the end of the day, after the show, we've all had an experience together that made us feel connected. Yeah. That, that totally. transcends anything else. And that's like you said, it's, it, it really is the great equalizer and it's it, to be a musician, Ed, like I get it. It's hard on the road. There's times when you want to quit, but being Man, a musician, I wouldn't do anything else. It's the coolest. Why, why would I do anything else? It's the coolest thing ever, man. It really is. <laughs> then, then you'd hate whatever else you were doing at home. You know what I mean? You'd have the same thing. Like, yeah. oh man, the freaking office is so annoying. And oh, yeah. what's their face? Always eats my pop tarts or whatever. Like, yeah. it, it becomes something else that we get to complain about. No, do yeah. you know what so I'm like, saying? Totally yeah, it becomes saying. something else. She does eat but, my pop tarts. The, 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 the create the creativity of each human being is like what like what we're doing here we're just experiencing the universe through creativity or world or each of those lives through that and that is very very important so yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah um what's the name of the new album dude oh yeah <laughs> uh departures who we're taking oh. a departure right now yeah, we are. <laughs> and when's it coming out uh september 22nd oh it's coming like it's coming soon, soon. soon. well I, the, two the album work looks dope too thank you yes yeah. tell me yeah. tell me a little bit about that how did how does that come about yeah when it when did you find the time to do this album <laughs> <laughs> we uh well we actually wrote this album during the pandemic on computers with each other. Uh, and then we wrote almost all of it without actually being in the room with each other. Oh, wow. And then we got, we got in jammed and I was like, man, I hope these songs sound good. Um, and, then, and then we just worked them out and played them a lot. But yeah, um, <laughs> that's when we had time. I don't know when we're going to have time to make another album. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why we've been recording every live show um, that you can find on nugs.net. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've been writing a lot live, like just in jams and we record things like, oh, that, oh, that's kind of cool. We should make a should make a song out of that. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah. That seems um, that seems like a really cool way to come up with new material is like mm-hmm. listening back to what happened in the moment that wasn't planned and letting yes, the muse write the music for you. We have two new songs actually that came about that way that started off as a baseline groove that kicked off a jam. And then we wrote melodies in the moment. And then we were like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then maybe Tim changed up the drum beat halfway through and we were like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Let's add that. And then we kind of added this other two chords. Oh, that's kind of cool. Let's add that. And you know, blah, 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 blah. That's kind of song. Yeah. That's letting the moment um, write the music. Yeah. 
Yeah, stop thinking about the Slurpee at the end of the. Uh, That's right. The the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if we all learned the anything, the being the orgasm, the Slurpee being the future award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, if we've all learned anything, just we need to slow down. This is the biggest advice for myself. I walk oh, yeah. fast. I chew fast. I do things, everything fast, and I'm always trying to find a way to slow myself down in thought, in action in enjoyment and it's so much better when you're slower Mm -hmm. you're less um like what's clumsy (laughs) when you're slower you you don't hurt Aaron as much yeah I'm always hurting Aaron over here I'm always (laughs) tearing him up (laughs) but no I, I just um I wish for all of us to have a little bit more of a a savory life and when you slow down you can savor a breath a moment a little bit longer so if if you're here in the portland area they apollo suns is going to be here on october October the 5th 5th with jsi proof at where swan dive swan dive dive. i'm gonna double check that date because i feel like i'm screwing it up all right one second checking Uh, fact checking Oh, it's October 6th. Okay. October 6th. October 6th. It's the day after the 5th. It's A couple fine. days before yeah. my birthday. Oh, two, How many days? Two days. Yeah, I'm on the 8th. Oh, awesome. So, uh, yeah. And, and um, man, you know, Ed, if more people thought the way that you do, I think the world would be a much better place, brother. Oh, man. That's a really nice compliment. Thank you. I'm serious, dude. I'm not just saying that. Like, we, we really do need to get back to just caring about each other and, and taking a look at what's going on. Who's making the thought policies that are going on out there. And, and that's really taking taking our own minds back. Kudos to you for getting involved, Ed. That's how, that's how it should be. If you're annoyed by the politics in your state and your country, do something about it. I like what he said. Get involved. Learn to, how are we going to learn to punch up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. The punk rock but, uh, loves that shit. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think, um, yeah, and music and is all just ties into that. It's such a great way to, like, connect and kind of act, be active and be active in your community and uh, put your feet on the ground and just take a walk through your community, you know? Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, if there's anything that you guys need or uh, you want us to do, just let me know, Ed. And as always, you guys got a place to crash when you come to town. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to see you guys. I know. Oh, we love having you it's, guys. It's, it's one so of our fun. favorite things to host Apollo Suns at this house, for sure. Oh, what? Come on. No, yeah, dude. You know, I, know, I set the coffee so machine cool up people. down here no, for you guys. Even check this out. Simon, before he moved out, he said, my favorite house guest we've ever had was the Apollo Suns. First of all, they were so many people and I didn't think that that was going to be the case, but they were so respectful. They cleaned up after themselves. They made a fun vibe in the house and I really liked having them. That was like a quote from my son. My son that hated when people stayed. He and hated he, it. And he also, he said, he said he had some very, he was like, I had some very deep, intelligent conversations with members from the band. There yeah. was a lot of... There's a lot of awesome. And he loves his shirt. He loves his Apollo Sun shirt. He was super stoked about it. So that was straight from our kid. 
good. And, and he's, like I said, he, that was always the worst part of, of us ho- was hosting people. <laughs> he's like, I hate having to like act all proper and cool. Like I just woke up. I don't want to be cool. You know, <laughs> oh, man, you don't have to be cool around. People are always so, I find them like, do you guys party? And we're like, no, we're super, we want to have a conversation, smoke a joint. Let's have a deep, conversation yes. and they're like I, people are always so i find they're either they're either super into it or they're disappointed that we're not like partiers yeah. like man like let's talk about science fiction and dune and like yeah. oh, no, I'm I'm in. You know what? and that's kind of funny because i feel like sometimes people are disappointed like we're always talking about like going to shows and festivals and when people come to the house we're chill. Me and Miller in bed at 8.30. Yeah. And it, We're and it, relaxed. Well, and not just science, it also made an impression on Ryder because Ryder came out to your guys' show that we missed. That's true. He really got oh, yeah. involved with everybody here and stuff and, and enjoyed the hell out of you guys. Yeah, so yeah. we love you and love we you. always enjoy yeah. hosting uh, you. I can't wait to see you guys. Yeah. It's you, man. So nice. um, all right. Yeah. Everybody out there, hey, Apollo Suns are on Nugs. Apollo Suns. Like, like Ed said, go go download their stuff. And if they come through your town, definitely Don't fucking sleep go on see it. them. Because yeah. um, you're going to be bummed later. Trust yeah. me. Buy the yeah. merch and the ticket and all that Heck stuff. Heck yeah, the yeah. merch. Every bit helps. Yeah. All right, Ed. We'll talk to you soon, man. Ed, Love it you, was brother, great there. seeing Peace. you. Love you too, guys. We'll see you That is one of my favorite parts. I say this all the time about different stuff. This is one of my favorite parts about No Simple Road is forging relationships with people like Ed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ed Ed is family. And he he's like another brother and he's we compared uh, Aaron and him mm-hmm, very much quite so. a bit. Yeah. And they're and they're kind of angst. There's a cute picture I have of you and Ed in the hallway really hugging being adorable little sweeties together and you guys are twinsies like the yeah, coffee, the, the, coffee just the, thing. The, the, the vibe like the hair the I, beard Eric was so happy when they were here because he likes to like a lot of times you won't make an afternoon pot of coffee unless somebody else is on board and Ed was like yes every, every time. time and he's like fuck yeah we had coffee running like 24 7 <laughs> I set up the coffee machine down here because of them yeah I was like all right we're gonna get a second pot going for them yeah it's just really cool like you said um Part of No Simple Road is, you know, the interview, of course. But then another part is when we actually get to host or meet the band or go to the concert or whatever. There's always something special when when a band stays with us or when they visit the house. The the shenanigans that we get into the pictures that we have mm-hmm. the meals that we cook the you know the jokes that happen and and I live for that stuff that. That's, that's a, one of the my favorite things to be able to offer um, our favorite people, m- musicians, to come hang out at the house and and come be in this peaceful environment that we so you know luckily are able to curate. Well, you we know? cultivated this. Well, we definitely yeah. did. Like this vibe is here is is highly curated. Oh, it's it's well, a look when you walk in here, you're feeling the love. Regardless a lot of early of bedtimes made that shit happen. <laughs> I think that everybody that lives here is responsible for adding just the right amount of love, interest, fun, um, comfort. Like we've, we've all put our, our little nest, our little eggs in here. I think Darwin wins for giving the most to the vibe of the house. I mean, he gives a, you know, unsure vibe. (laughs) (laughs) He might love you. He might bite you. That's true. (laughs) Um, Wow. You know, 
typically we don't go political. We don't have political discussions, and and I, that wasn't. It, it was too pretty bad. warm. That was lukewarm, lukewarm political, political discussion. But I I will say. That was okay. I felt you know, okay with that. It's okay oh, yeah. because Ed, you know, like he said, you know, there's there's queer members in the band. And when you're dealing with that, you're going to different locations. People may, you know, treat you differently because of that. Yeah. And I didn't really understand that until I spent some time with a good friend of ours um, and oh, went JJ. with, yeah, went out with her and saw that how people look and, and talk to people that look different. And it was jarring. It was really jarring. So I can understand um, Ed's passion about it because, you know, he's like, this is my brother, sister, family member, coworker, like, you know, somebody that I care for. Yeah, it's your people. You're fighting your people. for them. And yeah, I, they don't deserve to be treated in a secondhand no. kind all, of a way. And so I understand are, that are, passion. Are equally... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like Equal. Well, human. Damn it. I can't think <laughs> of the word. Oh, well. We're allowed to all have love is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah. We're all should have well, that in our lives and be treated with respect. Well, that's what we're still all fighting for, I yeah. think. And that's why a lot of groups are still, uh, you know, kind of fighting for that well, aspect. Like, and, we deserve to have, do, see, eat, sleep, work the same way as anyone else. And talking about punching up, like... We all have to stop and realize that the media has divided us mm -hmm. through programming. It is a concentrated effort. It is a, it's a thought crime what's happened. And we have all been victim to it in some way or another. Some of us to extreme lengths and some of us not so much. In different places, it's... It's varying degrees of damage that has happened to all of us through brainwashing and programming through the media in this country and others. And it's time we took a look at that for what that means for ourselves, not anybody else, but for us. What thoughts are ours and what thoughts were put there? And the only way to do that is to sit with yourself and ask yourself the difficult questions. And then you're going to figure out what's yours and what's been planted in you there's a definite agenda out there for all of us to be at each other's throats because if we're fighting with each other we don't have time to punch up like ed said and we don't have time to look anywhere else if if i'm in a literal scuffle with my neighbor i'm not paying attention what someone's doing behind my back mm -mm. or above my head no nope. you know or below my it's feet fucking it's a it's the literal um Look over there. It's a literal representation of three card Monty mentally. It's sliding around so that you don't see what's really going on back behind the scenes. And if I'm yelling at you and worried about what you're up to, then I'm not going to see what's really doing the damage. So that's all I'm saying. Wherever you sit on the political spectrum, far right, far left, whatever the fuck in the middle, I don't give a shit. Love each other. Take care of each other. Take a look at yourself. And sit around yeah yeah <laughs> sit around that's why i always hate it. it's like you have to pick one thing and that's the thing pick it apple right now like like you got to be this side or that side there's no i'm, I'm not any side anymore not, exactly. they're awful shit as far as i'm concerned yeah yep. that's and it was just like ed was saying like you we're put into this like stereotype like oh if you have a 
an American flag, then you, you know, you're far right. You're far right. Or if you include BLM, then you are far left. And it's like these people just want their kids to be able to go to school and like have go to the grocery store and have a parking space and and live you know like like sim- simple that's oh, yeah. i say that simple we'll things have a glass of water but but then the media and everything else pumps it up like they're trying to bomb you and every time you know you you cross their path they're they're throwing hate dust when, on you or something and when you say they it's either side depending either on which side, side of the yes. fence you're sitting on exactly so i say yeah, they're always the they <laughs> yes. yeah so don't play the fucking game man take don't yourself out the game yeah that's all it's, yeah. it's super cool. We are that. all of us. Yeah. Get we, to know your neighbor. Yeah, get yeah. to know yourself. Hey, far out, man. Hey, man. All right. We love you guys and girls and whatever else is out there. You're you're all right. All of you. And uh, you know what? We're going to come back next week and we're going to do it again. And then the week after we're going to do it again and again and again. But until then. There's a pattern there. Take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. Hydrate. Who's got our SOs? And uh, <laughs> we'll see you uh, next week. And well, I didn't give a, any advice this week. We need some advice. Slow down. You move too fast. You got to awesome. make the good awesome. times last. Just tripping down the cobblestones, looking for fun and feeling groovy. That's right. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.